Hi, welcome to On The Brink, a fresh lens to take you and your business to new heights. I'm Andy Simon, and I'm your host and your guide. My job is to get you off the brink. And as you know, that's not always so easy. Change is painful. Sometimes we need new ideas. We need tools, new ways to think about things. Your mind can be your best asset, or it can really hold you back from trying the new. It likes the familiar and the habits, and it really is wonderful, but it does exactly what it thinks you want it to do. Today, I brought to you Paula Gilfoyle, and Paula is an expert on helping you manage your mind and watch those triggers that really do things that take you in places you don't want to go. She's going to tell you about herself, but then she's got a whole program and a process that I think is well worth sharing so that you can expand your tools and begin to do what we want you to do, which is see, feel, and think in new ways so you can change. And change is painful, so we're going to make it easy for you today. Paula, thank you for joining me. I'm thrilled to be with you today, Andy. Thanks so much for having me. Tell our listeners and our viewers, who is Paula? Tell us about your journey. The story is great. Okay, so um, very quickly, um, I'm one of eight kids, and I was actually born rich. The riches that I have claimed for myself are one, I'm one of eight children, I'm the fifth in five years. Um, I have uh, actually, we have lost this brother uh, 10 years ago, and we had a very special brother, a special Olympian. Uh, The third richness I had was that. At age 13, I went on one of two family vacations. And on that family vacation, my dad passed on. And the fourth richness is my mom. My mom was a quadriplegic at the time of my dad's passing. So I mention those, I rarely bring those up, Andy, but I mention those because they are my richness. They are absolutely those challenges that we all have, that we all face, that Uh, I will call just the blah, 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 the story of your life. And if you keep it as your story, if you tell people through that lens, wow, I had so much, you know, against me versus I had all these things that happened for me that allowed me later to be blessed with. And I don't say this tongue in cheek, I about 12 years of treated depression and not being a medical doctor. All I can tell you is on reflection, I know and I understand that I chose to think in a particular way and Mm -hmm. couldn't find my way out of that way. Eventually, after about 15, 20 years, very successfully in corporate America, I decided that I had studied the mind and personal development enough that I wanted to pass that along Mm -hmm. to people to help them. So that's it. Well, pause for a second, because... Let's just think about what you're sharing with the listeners. You know, you're going to help them think about managing their minds. You were astute enough to realize that the mind was doing exactly what it thought you wanted to to do. Mm -hmm. And there were enough catalytic moments in your life, as you shared with us, for it not to necessarily be a simple, easy, happy, light one. Right. Full of times of learnings or, you know, things that were making you reflect on both the past and the future. Mm-hmm. And somehow you turn those all into a career, corporate and otherwise, that is helping other people do even better. A little bit about how you began to move forward in a new direction. Mm-hmm. Great question. I decided 
uh, as I mentioned, that uh, it was just something that was important to me that I had to do something outside of corporate America, something where I could place my own mark on it. So I started speaking. I started learning how to speak through Toastmasters. I always loved public speaking and did some of that in my corporate life in sales and sales training and HR. And uh, then just created some different opportunities. And one thing led to another where I created a, um, a model that I teach around. And I spoke once in front of a great friend of mine who's a VP of HR. And after I spoke, she said, that model, Paula, that model was amazing. And I said, what are you talking about? What model? She said, that gap thing you were talking about, that was really amazing. I said, gap is just an acronym for me to remember the speech, <laughs> you know? And then I was like, okay, so it's a model. Well, the gap model apparently is something well-known in finance. Yes, it is. So I decided it had to be the gap formula. And very simple, gap formula is a way to get from where you are to where you want to be. And I started spreading this. Um, so for example, the reason why I shared my story today was um, I shared that story in a public venue where I was asked to speak for, you know, for free as part of a, an event. And someone from Coca-Cola was in the audience. And through my story, they connected with me. And uh, because of that, Coke hired me on for three years. And I mentioned that because we all are challenged. And this is a way to get past some of those challenges. So, Andy, can I share one tool with your audience? Absolutely. Okay. So one of the most popular tools that I teach, and most of my tools are three steps because we're lucky if we can remember three steps, right? Things taught in three tend to, tend to be helpful for our brain to remember. So the acronym for this particular tool is PBS, as in public broadcast system, but this is your private broadcast system. This is three steps to get out of a situation when you are triggered. So Andy, ask me, what's a trigger? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, for the listeners and the viewers, our audience, I said to Paula, you're going to talk about triggers. You better help them understand what is a trigger and how yeah. is it going to do something to you that's going to be um, PBS response for that. So help them understand that. I love the thought of, you know, let's yeah. understand what's causing you to react somehow. Yes. So a trigger is anything that will cause you to change behavior. So a trigger could merely be your first thought of the day. Oh, today's going to be a great day. Or today's going to be a disastrous day. Or this person is tough. Or that meeting will be wonderful. So a trigger is anything that happens to you. And the most challenging triggers are the ones that just put you into a tailspin and you don't even know what happened. Those triggers are usually include something that's embedded way, way in the past. So I'll give you a couple examples of a trigger. For example, somebody at, at a meeting says, I didn't like your idea, but maybe they're a little bit more forward than that. So you use these three steps, PBS, you pause, because between stimulus and response is all your opportunity, as in Stephen Covey, right? If you just pause for a little bit, you breathe to calm yourself down on a cellular level. That's the B. Pause, breathe. And then 
you smile. <laughs> and so the person at the other end will either think, wow, did she hear me? Did Paula understand that I was sort of not exactly com- complimenting her um, idea? Or they might understand that that person who is smiling is actually in control of their behaviors. Yes. And if you want to shortcut this, simply smile because that ignites your brain, as we know, to happy chemicals. And even if it's a Cheshire cat frozen smile, it will have (laughs) that same positive result. But remember, humans are mimics for monkeys. Yes. So when you smile, the person on the other end of the table is going to have a hard time not smiling back. Yes, that mirror. And they may not even know why, but they're clearly with some, you know, that whatever the intent was, came back with a smile. And that changes the whole dynamics of that interaction. But an Mm -hmm. interesting trigger response. Fascinating. Yeah. So, So PBS is pause, breathe, and smile. And then what do you do? And then you have to substitute a different thought. You must substitute a different thought. So there's something going on here. And initially your thought may be, well, you know, now I'm really upset with Sarah. Now I'm really upset with Max, whoever quote triggered you. Or or you may not even realize what's, you may know, wow, I'm really upset and I don't know what's going on. You must get out of it. So there are a few ways to do that, Andy. One of the things that is most effective, believe it or not, is movement, Uh right? The brain follows the body. So if you get up and dance, you know, or if you do something I call the musical walk. So, So I'll teach your audience the musical walk really quickly. This is something you can do anywhere. And so I merely started with them. Um, when I'm on stage, I'll say, snap with me. Uh-huh. Have you ever been to a musical? <laughs> Have you ever noticed in a musical they can't walk normally? Yeah. A little bounce, a little swing. So, so can you imagine walking down the hallway at home or at work, snapping your fingers and swaying, right? And dancing a little bit and feeling badly. It's almost impossible because your brain picks up those body movements. Yes, it does. Right? If you merely decide, I I remember a person at Coke, he would always snap as he walked down the the, um, hallways and it wasn't the musical walk. It was just who he was. He yes. was trying to ignite that happy. So you must alternate that negative feeling because you will feel badly with a bad thought, as you know, Andy. So you must change that up and either have a phrase that you say to yourself, hey, I'm okay. This is all right. I can handle this. I can get out of this. Today's going to be a good day. You have to think of something that's going to shift your thinking or get into some activity, get up, walk around the building, you know, and I'll have, to, I'll say to people, pick up your cell phone and talk yourself out of it. Yep. And so you're talking to a friend. So just some ideas. And now a word from our sponsors, Simon Associates Management Consultants. That's us. And we're here to help you see, feel, and think in new ways. Whether you are an organization that's stuck or stalled or an individual in that organization who's looking to rethink their own life's journey. Simon Associates has designed programs and processes to help you do just that. 
Our first book, On the Brink, A Fresh Lens to Take Your Business to New Heights, told the stories of seven clients who were stuck or stalled, and a little anthropology helped them see things through a fresh lens, reignite their growth, and soar again. My new book that came out in January 2021 is called Rethink, Smashing the Myths of Women in Business. It's all about how 11 women, including myself, were able to see past the hurdles, the glass ceilings, and the brick walls and become the best that they could be. They heard things like women aren't lawyers and women can't lead and women aren't in geosciences. And they said, of course we are. And they really pushed through and did it with such ease that they want other women to see what's possible. At the end of the book, I provide a bit of a how-to process for you. If you're on the brink of rethinking your own life's journey, it's time to pause, step back, and ask yourself, where am I going? What's my passion and my purpose? And am I there or can I get there? Send us your emails to info at andysimon.com and we'll get right back to you to see how we can help. On andysimon.com are some free chapters for both books. And you can also join our newsletter and our Facebook group, Rethink with Andy Simon. We are bringing together women to help other women do what they can't do by themselves very often to see what's possible and become the best that they can be. Come join us. And now back to our podcast. Well, but let's stay here because without those tools, things happen. We don't quite know what to do. I don't remember anyone in elementary school or high school ever teaching me. uh, I'll call them survival strategies. Um, But I do remember being in business and being the only woman very often in a management team. I was EVP mm-hmm. of a bank, and I was the only woman in that management team. Right. It was a lonely place. And I yes. wasn't ever quite sure if what the guys were saying was the way I was hearing it, the way I was right. hearing it. Hard to always interpret intention. Um, but if I didn't have a way of coping with it, and I remember mm. a smile a long time ago. And I also remember a little technique that someone taught me. Say to somebody, it sounds like what you mean is, and keep it in their zone out of yours, because remember, we decide with the heart and the eyes Mm -hmm. and the gut. And if we don't feel like it's the right thing, we better have some tools to help manage those emotions. I also learned a long time ago, never do anything when you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Halt, Mm -hmm. because the emotions Mm -hmm. take over, and you only need a, a click along walking down to break up the thing. But what you're saying also right. is that we can then manage our emotions and manage our mm-hmm. thinking and manage our feelings. Is that mm-hmm. what we're saying? Yes, that's really it because I have a little saying called your life is a cup of tea. Uh-huh. So if you take those letters T-E-A and stack them one on top of the other, your thinking creates your emotions or your energy. Yes. And then that creates your actions. And if you want to, right, if you want to add one more letter, you can tear into your life and that creates your results. Uh So it's your thinking, oh, you have a good thought in the morning and then you have great emotions or energy, right? Your thinking causes how you feel, your emotions, and then that causes how you're going to act. Yep. And then that that will cause your results. That's your whole life is a cup of tea or you can tear into your life as I call it as well. So you're, you're absolutely on target as usual. Andy. with that explanation, people need to understand that there's, you know, there's so many things going on in your environment. And one of the things that I really caution my clients about 
are things like the news, yes. social media, right? Things that can easily take you off track. Do not tune in. And there's also the naysayer in the group. Do your best to divert the conversation somewhere else to move along. And um, so I'll, I'll give you one other quick tool. Um, when that, that thought comes in your mind and that thought just, wow, this is, oh, this can be a bad day, da, 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 da. And you start to start, you can pause, breathe, and smile, or you could NBC. You could notice the thought, bounce the thought, and change the thought. Oh, my goodness. I love NBC. Right? Wow. NBC. So notice that thought, bounce that thought, and change that thought to anything that makes you feel even a little better. Because as we know, you are a, a person of emotions, as you inferred earlier. Your person made up of emotions. So to think that me, for example, when I was depressed, was going to go to joy. Oh, I feel so joyful. Not likely. But if you can feel a little bit better, and believe it or not, people who are depressed, when they get angry, actually, it's a move up. So what would be just a little bit more positive? I can handle this. I think this could turn out right. It's possible this could work for me. Uh, some sort of wording, like, yep. it's okay, I can handle this. You know, Paula, you, and I share this with you because someone said this to me, you sound like your cup isn't half full, it's overflowing now. Oh, you're sweet. Um, well, I, I believe, as I imagine you do, Andy, is that we have to work on this, <laughs> like every day, right? So what are some of the practices you use to keep as positive and focused as you are? Well, I'm a big believer in self-care. Mm, tell and me more. Wonderful research. In fact, we have a program, a 30-day challenge to take care mm. of. Me. But I, I, and I coach a lot of my clients on it. But for me, you asked what I do. I try, and the night I've learned this, the night before I put my to-do list together for the next day, because um, for one reason or another, I found it difficult to get out of bed in the morning until I had it a little bit organized. Once I had it organized. Sure. It was perfect. And I, the self-care is I try to make sure that I do something for me before the day begins. Mm -hmm. And once I've done that, then the day is perfect because I've taken mm. care of me. And so whether that's working out, weight work, exercise, taking my dog for a walk, um, even sitting and having a cup of quiet coffee before the day begins. And I've given myself permission to take care of me. Mm. And then, you know, all the other stuff comes together. At the end mm -hmm. of the day, um, yeah. I found that there are some really neat things that my husband and I can do that's quiet. I'm not a TV watcher. I don't sure. like Netflix. But what we find is reading gives me a focus yeah. and a purpose. So once you begin to build a life that's, I'll call it my meaning, um, yeah. I, I begin to see the self-care wrap around. But I must tell you that I've always been pretty positive And I'm mm -hmm. very blessed. I've been married for 50 um, four years, and um, my daughters are happy, they're all healthy, my grandkids are great. And so, yeah. you spoke at the beginning about the, the richness you had in a life that had pain to it, and, mm -hmm. and I've been blessed with a life that's had less than yours, but mm -hmm. it was a little, but my, but I'm I'm really celebratory about every day being a gift. I'll tell you one mm -hmm. last story. Um, 2005, I had a horse roll over on me, and he broke my oh. back. Ooh. my neck and he gave me a good concussion, like a mm. good concussion. But I'm walking, talking, dancing and happy. Mm -hmm. 
And every day I wake up and say, it's a gift. Mm-hmm. Bad luck moment, you never know. So stay positive because mm-hmm. the only one who can make you positive is you, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So important. So important. And it sounds so simple and it is. And yet our brain can go off track. So you really have to focus on that ability that you have to constantly change your thoughts. Yep. Um, you can't control what comes in. You can control after that thought is created in your brain. You can decide, you know what? I don't feel good. I'm going to change that thought. Paul, um, what would any, be better? Any insights that came out of pandem- pan- pandemic experiences mm. that, that have given a particular flavor or color to the work that you're doing? Mm. So, yes, I think one of the things that um, I'm aware of is everyone has been through some form of post-traumatic stress, right? Yes. We've all had something happen to us and different people obviously handle it different ways. So one of the things that I want to be aware of and I would invite others to be aware of is compassion. Mm-hmm. That we really don't understand why that person is kicking and screaming in a sense, right? That um, it's their three-year-old acting out. And um, <laughs> I'll give you a somewhat funny story about my three-year-old. Um, I am uh, with the most wonderful, wonderful partner I could ask for, uh, Jeff. And um, and Jeff, <laughs> uh, during our first year of uh, dating, forgot my birthday and called the next day and said, oh my gosh, I think your birthday might've been yesterday. <laughs> and I said, yeah, it was, but you know, it's, it's Memorial Day weekend. I'm here in San Francisco. I'm coming back to Charlotte and we can celebrate like on Monday. I've got the day off. And he said, oh, Monday. Um, well, really? No. Well, first of all, your birthday's passed. <laughs> and I'm going to play golf. <laughs> well, that was a trigger like nothing. I, I mean, it was uh, unbelievable. I can imagine. I can imagine. It was, it was a strangest feeling, right? So when you're really triggered on what I'll call a childhood wound or a childhood perception. Um, and I said to him, you know what? I, I need to hang up now. I'm with my daughter because I knew it wasn't going to turn out well. <laughs> um, so the fast forward, I, I had a really challenging time giving that up until I recognized that it was my three-year-old, yes. my five-year-old who wanted a birthday party. Yes. And it, and when I tell the story, I literally put like a little birthday hat on my head <laughs> and we don't know when the three-year-old or the five-year-old or the seven-year-old is going to show up for someone. And when there's compassion, which he did offer me said, Oh, I can see, you know, I understand this must be a big deal for you or for some reason. So yes, you know, I'm, I'm going to put off the golf game. Um, as it ends up, yeah, he played the golf game, but we celebrated that night. So, you know, it, it, it just a, a sense of compassion because everybody's been a bit tossed about and there's that little person in there that's fearful. I know. But you know, Paul, it's been a great conversation. It's about time for us to think about our audience and two or three things that you don't want them to forget. 
And your last story is a real not forget story, um, as much not to forget a birthday as it is to do the right thing when you do. But, but you know, one or two things that you really think are important, people often remember the ending better than the beginning even. Mm, great. Okay, so a couple things. One is that voice in your head, that voice in your head does not tell the truth and is not necessarily your friend. Now, let me let me rephrase that. The voice in your head when you are not feeling good is not telling you the truth. It's telling you limiting beliefs mm-hmm. that may have been picked up during childhood or may have been picked up a little later on. Your goal is to NBC notice, bounce, and change that voice to say, you know what, I can little by little uh, change that. The second thing I would remind you is that second tool, pause, breathe, and smile. And then finally, just to get some resources, there's so many different ways you can get resources. I do have over 150 two-minute reads. I call it one-minute happy blogs on my website. So my website is claim, C-L-A-I-M, claimleadership.com. And It'll just pop up, um, you know, if you want to sign up for the blog, just hit this. I work with leaders and teams who want to have better outcomes in their life at work and at home. They want to be more peaceful, more focused, more productive so that they can be a valuable resource at home and at work. Wonderful. We have had with us today, Paula uh, Guilfoyle, and and I said that correctly, right? You did. Guilfoyle like tinfoil, but it's not spelled that way. It's G-U-I-L-F as in Frank, O-Y-L-E. The easiest way is to go to claimleadership.com. And I've been delighted to share her stories with our audience because our job, and you can hear the commonality here, is to help you see, feel, and think in new ways so you can do better your personal life, your professional life, in your business, wherever it is. Remember, all of life is a conversation. And each conversation, you can call it a trigger, but it's going to require a response from you. And mm-hmm. I love the idea of whatever it is, start with a smile. Yeah. And that softens the whole conversation, takes out any of the edges to it. And humans love smiles. So mm-hmm. it comes a great way to start the day, smile, and keep it going. For our yeah. listeners and our audience, may I tell you how much I appreciate the fact that you've pushed us in the top 5% of podcasts globally, which is such fun. And you come from across the world to see and listen to us. So my, mm. my thanks. Our books are available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, wherever you like. Rethink, Smashing the Myths of Women in Business won a 2022 Bronze Best Business Book Award in the Women in Business category. Really cool. You can find it, read it, listen to it. It's, uh, it's done wonderful things for men and women trying to smash the myths that are holding us back. Mm-hmm. And we're here to help you. Our job is to get you off the brink and to begin to help you soar again. Any which way we can do that, we'd be delighted. You can reach us at info at andysimon.com. And our website, simonassociates.net, is going through its rehab now. And it's really exciting. It should be coming out shortly. Bye-bye now. Have a great day. Stay healthy. Stay well. And if you listen to Paula, keep smiling. Bye-bye now. Bye, Paula. Have a great day. Bye, Andy. Thank you.